0: This is a uh, graphic novel uh, by term by the name of Blankets. Um, it is uh, sort of out of season. This is actually a book that's um, set heavily um, in um, the cold, frigid state of uh, Wisconsin. Um, and uh, this book was this book is actually a few years old, uh, quite you know, quite some years old now. I believe this came out in two thousand three, um, two thousand three, two thousand four ish. Um, but I was, I was introduced to it at Noble, I found it, um, you know, sitting on, you know, as one of their sort of displays they had there, and, um, and I saw it in the cover, it just sort of drew me in. And it's this is very quiet, you can see it's like beat up, um, by the way, this is going to be an audio and video, uh, podcast, so, uh, for you audio listeners, I'm sorry, you have to, you have to see me sort of describe, um, what's going on here. Um, but... Uh, the cover is, 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 is this very quiet, very, um, very pensive, very romantic, you know, cover to it. Where it's like kind of like very dark has two, you know, a, a guy and a girl town, you know, holding each other. And it's just very blank and simple. Um, what we'll see is, uh... And I'll get into this later. Is why I find this book to be so, um, to be so sort of special, and why I sort of fell in love with it. So, before we go any further, um, just remember this is, uh, from a Green Team production from, um, our Discord. You can find us on the Legendarium on Reddit, uh, and, uh, Discord, and, uh, all the links and everything we, uh, will be below, so you can, you can, t- uh, find the main podcast from Red Team and Blue Team, and find our, sort of, spin-off Green Team podcast, um. So to get started, we are looking at uh, "Blankets" by Craig Thompson. Um, if this isn't his first book, this is going to be one of his um, one that sort of puts him on the map. This was a this was a pretty big important book for him, um, and it's pretty thick. This book is for in the way of graphic novels go, this is pretty large. This is some 500 uh, and some pages. But what's makes this book stand out so much is the fact that it's you know it's written and drawn by him all, all together he, he does both he does both um uh he writes it in and uh and um and he uh and he illustrates it and the book itself is metaphorical in a sense that the the artwork sort of plays into how the narrative is going um, so there's plenty of there's plenty of you know instances where the author will be um, will be uh, describing something and it'll be sort of a metaphoric imagery of how, what's going on. There's a scene where when he's a little kid. Oh, and then, by the way, this is a autobiographical um, story, so uh, it is about basically his life growing up. So there's a there's a moment here in the book where basically. He and his little brother are um, are basically misbehaving. And you can see here that uh, his father is one of those pretty strict, by-the-book parents, no nonsense. And he grabs um, he grabs his younger brother. Um, uh, Craig is writing as himself, basically, is in his autobiography. So his little brother, Phil, is sort of the like, one that gets kind of tormented. And you can see that the artwork here just looks... It, it, it almost looks... It reminds me almost a bit of Tim Burton, um, sort of, where, you know, the exaggerated faces and everything, and Abe was kind of sort of, like, lanky, Um, but you can see some of the the really creative artwork where, so so he takes Phil's brother away, puts him into the attic, um, and the bed, which he, which his father opens up for him to sleep in, is drawn as, like, this monstrous creature with, like, teeth and snarling and everything. There's, like, demons and things in the attic where his brother, he basically consigned his brother to, um, to sleep for the night. And what I really love about the book is the fact that it has these moments, uh, where... where, uh... It's played as, like, you know, a very... I guess one scene where he's getting basically beat up in school, um... And that's you know played very straight you know just bullies with bad mullets, um, beating them up. But then there's other more fantastical moments where the narrative sort of plays into how like the, the artwork sort of plays into how the narrative and what's being described basically, which I um, which I really I really um, I really found to be very captivating. Um, and there's a whole bunch of things like and the whole point of the point of the book itself um is him growing up in um basically with his brother and his uh parents and they're very The parents are very religious um and i think this is all sort of what factors into why i sort of resonate with this book so so well um because i was i grew up not religious at all i grew up very um my father was more into like you know space and science and everything so I didn't really have a background in religion, and I never really went to church, none of us did. We, we didn't really go to church, we didn't really go to any you know, church functions, we weren't Bible readers by any stretch of the imagination. Um, so uh, it always was sort of like a closed door for me, so I always found it kind of fascinating how people could get so wrapped up into religion, and how that basically played into their daily life. Um, and, so, and how it affected, you know, the choices they made. So this book was sort of, you know, a lot on the heels of that. Um, and also, when I found this book, I was, you know, fresh out of high school. Uh, I didn't know really what I wanted to do with my life. Um, so uh, I really connected with the character of Craig because it sort of takes you from when he was a kid, when he was a little kid, to as when he got older, how he and his brother um, bonded but had, like, these really nasty fights with each other. Like, like from, from the beginning of it, you're, you're not going to believe that these two guys are actually friends. Because they grew up, you know, they grew up spending a ton of time together. It's, it's, it's shown here a bunch where uh, Craig and Phil would, like, be drawing together. They would create these, like, imagine, maybe playing, you know, in the, in, in the, uh, in the woods in their backyard together. Um, and they'd be watching TV with their parents. You can see here. And and, and and for you audio listeners, the book is all black and white, um, and it's done in such a creative way. Like there's like what I'm showing here on screen is basically um, uh, uh, the character Craig. He's probably around like maybe seven or eight years old, and he's having these sort of fantasies of getting away, um, getting away from it, this you know boring life he lives on you know, in Wisconsin, and with his, uh, family. So he's, like, a mad, he's, like, drawing, you know, himself in, like, a getaway car, um, uh, you know, escaping. And then on the next page, it basically shows that, you know, he can't escape his real life, and his, his little cartoon car, you know, um, basically falls apart. And then you see in the next panel, he's surrounded by a whole bunch of, you know, like... Demon like characters, but they're probably all like his teachers and parents and people around him in his town. Um, so the book is filled with stuff like this, which I really, again, really, um, it, it really just captivates the imagination. Um, and I know there's not a ton of you know, uh, comic book, and I, I, I don't want to call this a comic book because it's really not. This book is more earns the title graphic novel through and through. Um, I think that, um, but well, for you guys who, who, who aren't into comics or don't really take graphic novels seriously, I would highly, highly recommend, um, uh, giving this a chance. Cause this book is, is, it goes into the, 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 the characterization and, um, plot of how he becomes who he is, basically, and all, like, the trials and, you know, things that he has to go through in trying to become, like, a better person, basically. Um, and, and later on, when, and so, so he's basically struggling also with his religion uh, and how he deals with it, because he was, religion was basically forced upon him, and again, I'm I i don't I'm not making any, uh, you know, accusations or claims or anything, but I feel like religion is often forced upon many people. Um, but I do feel like, you no, know, and it does help many, many, many people, but uh from his point of view, um, religion was something that was sort of just always there for him. And, um and it was not necessarily something he actively sought out, but it was just something that he was kind of pushed to. And it shows that in the fact that, um, uh he goes to church camp basically every every summer, uh, with his brother and they and it shows in the book that they, you know, they basically have sort of like a dull time just learning about, you know, bible lessons and everything um and but one year he goes when he's much older now he's in his probably like you know he's in his teens now um and he goes to church camp and he meets uh, he meets a uh a group of kids um three or four ki- uh the kids one of them being a girl this girl named Raina, and um then they sort of kind of hit it off and they become you know really close in that summer they have together um, and th- from there the relationship kind of forms. You can see here that this is him going into, 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 into church camp. Um, he has like long hair and at the time this t- also takes place, uh, I want to say this takes place in the I want to say mid 80's. Um, he has like long hair and these like, people making fun of him for looking like a girl um, and, and in the book Craig doesn't get, he's very quiet, he's a very quiet, reserved kid, um, what is the, uh, it's gonna, gonna bother me now, the Briggs, what is it, the Briggs-Meyer scale of personality, where, he definitely would be an introvert, um, you can see here, he's going, he's basically wandering around church camp, kind of looking, sort of bored, he has his, uh, he has his, you know, skiing stuff, and there's like the popular kids babbling about whatever. And he sees this group of sort of, you know, not punks, but they're, they're definitely uh, not on the cool side of it thi- you know, the popular side of things. You know, one guy's wearing like a leather jacket with a mohawk. Um, definitely the, the, the weed-smoking type, which they do get into later. But he also meets the girl Raina here on the last panel. Um, and then they sort of hit it off, and uh, and from there, the relationship kind of builds. Um... And, and just to go back a bit, so, it's just, so the book also cuts back and forth between now, like where he's more of like a teenager, to where he was when he's a kid um, with his brother. And you can see here that uh, he's having sort of like a flashback, uh, not a flashback, but sort of like a recollection of when he was a kid, when he was with his um, younger brother, and they were really hot and, uh, you know when they were growing up together. Their 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 family relationship is very interesting because you see it from the point of view of, you know, obviously Phil um, I'm sorry from, from, from Craig um, But you see his brother too and his, how, how his brother reacts to it And but they don't really go into how his how it, later on in the book They do they sort of touch upon how his brother sort of turned out um, But I just love the, the dynamic between them the, the, the relationship between them because they were both so they were both very close together and you see here Um, Craig is basically pranking his younger uh, brother and they're both like miserable But Craig uh, Craig in the book here. He is not mean to Phil but he sort of always gets him into either trouble or he sort of um, uh, Talks down to him and this comes into play later on when Craig has like this sort of guilty conscience weighing on him and there's an event that happens um, later on with a with an older boy that involves Phil, Craig's brother. And that event sort of shapes how Craig turns out. And it's, um, it's pretty devastating um, to see what sort of happened and what Craig allowed to happen. Uh, and Craig get, gets beat up himself in school. So he sort of takes that out, uh, on his younger brother, um, so, whatever Craig goes through, he sort of tries to, like, mirror it to an extent on his younger brother, and then, again, that sort of comes back into play later on, um, and, I, I, I love this scene, so, this is, this is probably one of my favorite scenes in the book, this is when he's still younger, but he's still, he, he, again, they go to church camp every year, so, this is when Craig is younger. He's he's wandering around alone um, at night in church camp. It's snowy. It's cold. Uh, he wanders into one of the cabins and he's sort of, just, you know, w- walking around by himself. And he find and he and there's like this hum of the generator, and it's this very soothing, melodic, very quieting hum and sort of comforting. And in the panel here, he's sort of cradling his knees to his chest. And letting the hum of the of the uh, generator sort of envelop him and comfort him after he got beat up earlier in the day, uh, which again I love. I, I when I was reading this, I, I was I, I never got like beat up in school or anything, but I was never a popular kid by any stretch. So, um, so when I was reading this, uh, even though I was a bit older at the time, uh, stuff like this just really hit home with me. I, I, I was definitely a sucker for coming of age stories. Um, and this one, especially the fact that it's sort of uh, uh, The fact that it's, you know, written in an autobiographical tone And it actually, you know, it has taken place um, To a lesser extent So uh, I, I will say I'm not sure how much of this book Actually literally took place um, I, I will give Craig Thompson the, you know, the, the full benefit of saying that he Yeah, I'm sure most of this is as accurate as possible There are some things in here that like, his, they go back to you know again when he's a kid, and some of the things that he's thinking is like, did you really think that when you're like you know eight like having like these really metaphysical thoughts? So this, you know like how how existential life is. So you know it could be a little exaggerated, but um uh, but the the core idea is definitely there, which I which I love. Um, so again. There's a, uh, when he does meet this girl, when he's older and he's back at church camp, he meets this girl, Raina And you can see them meet for the first time. They they have this very cute moment where they both kind of, like, brush their hair, um, out of their, you know, behind their ears. Uh, and the other two guys she's with, so there's three of them. There's Raina and these uh, these two other guys. Um, and then Craig meets them and sort of joins up with them. And they go back to uh they go back to their um to their cabin um because you get this church camp they they probably rent out cabins and everything so they go back to their their cabin and they um and they they basically attempt to try to you know get you know smoke weed and get high um and they have this sort of you know, an with with some of the the, the camp guards here And they sort of bond over that um and it's just stuff like this where it's the, the book is very dark I, I i don't mean dark in the sense like it's evil and brooding but it's dark in the sense that because it's, it is black and white it has this such a cold very lonely feel to it like here he is is actually separated um he sort of basically ran away from them basically he, he saw he saw that they were getting high and it wasn't for him because he's brought up in this religious, you know, um, family, so, you know, getting high definitely wasn't a, definitely not something he, he took lightly to, um, and he's sort of sitting alone now, um, as he's older, as opposed to before, when he was a kid at church camp, he was sitting alone, um, but he's sitting alone again, this time older, thinking about this girl he just met, and there's this shot of, you know, the snow sort of falling around him, with the, with the church bell ringing. And because it's in black and white, it just has this tone to it, It's very lonely feel to it. And everything's so cold and, you know, remote. Um, and what's really cool is they, they, they do meet up again, and they have their sort of moments together where they're sort of now um, meeting up alone now, one-on-one, um, and just goofing off, kind of getting to know each other. And there's that very, like, high school, sort of very cute high school um, uh, banter back and forth. Um, and they, they spend uh, quite a bit of time together. I'm sort of cycling through this. Um, where she falls asleep, basically. Um, you can tell she's, like, worried about something in her own personal life. They sort of hide out underneath the, uh, the arcades that are set up. Um, and they have, sort of, had this, you know, this little, sort of, adventure together. Avoiding, um, some of the people there. And, but it's moments like this, where... It, she sort of falls asleep, um, uh, next to him, underneath the, uh, the, the uh, like, arcade machine, basically. Uh, and it's just so quiet. Like, it has them just kind of, like, brushing hands. And it's, it's a complete blank panel with just them sort of paling each other. You know, and all in black and white. Um, and then, like I said, um, it goes then back to a flashback of, of Craig's earlier life with his kid brother. Um... And how they would have some sort of, you know, like, they would basically challenge each other, uh, to, um, to walk on, uh, walk on the, the ice fields together. Um, because, again, they were, they grew up in Wisconsin where it is, they probably, they, I'm assuming they had probably, like, a big background, um, a big backyard, rather, of, uh, that got frozen over. Um, and they'd play a game to see who can, who can stand on this very thin sheet of ice, uh, the longest, um, and it also goes you know, into his school, his upbringing, um, into how he was uh, kind of made fun of a lot uh, in school. Uh, and his teachers were all obviously... I'm, I'm assuming he, he must have gone to... Um, well, no, he didn't go to a private school because it shows that yeah, it was like a public, um, a public school. But it, it, it obviously had like a, a very religious amount of people that went to the school. So they were talking about, you know, um, how he would uh, how he envisions, uh, heaven, what he, what he, because he loves art, obviously, um, and that, that comes up a lot in this book, um, he is always drawing as a kid, and, and the teacher asks him, what would heaven look like to you, and he basically says, oh, it would be, you know, where I could draw non-stop, um, it says, in fact, uh, if I read for a second, it says, um, the, the teacher says, you know, you can sing in heaven all day, but Craig looks down at his paper and says, but I can't sing. And she says, no, in heaven you'll have a beautiful voice, um, but I don't like to sing, he says. Couldn't I praise God with drawings? And she says, no, I mean, come on, Craig, how can you praise God with drawings? So he's always being looked down upon um, at his school, at, you know, even at home where he doesn't really get encouraged to draw um, and to follow up on his drawings and do anything like that. They just see it as sort of more like hobbies. Um, so later on, um, okay, we get, move past, we're back to his real, to his, uh, I mean, to his, uh, later, um, later stages in life, uh, where basically he leaves camp and he comes back home and he's, he basically made sort of pen pals with Raina. So, uh, again, in the 80s, you know, they don't, they don't have cell phones or internet, so they have to basically write to each other, which so is, you know, he, he and he has, like, is a panel of him, like, running off with a letter that he got from her. You know, a big, goofy smile on his face. So, so the, he, he, like, draws, you know, them together, and, you know, he does a whole bunch of uh, uh, drawings, basically, with um, with her, and he sends them to her, and they sort of go back and forth. Um, and he's, he's also very... Another thing that sort of drew me in is where he gets sick very often, and he has, like, these hacking coughs, and you can tell he's not in, like, the... I mean, in real life, I'm assuming he's okay, but he, he doesn't... He, in, in the book, in the comic here, um, a graphic novel, he, he he has sort of like this... Um... He gets sick very often, and you're not really sure what it is, but... It's nothing like life-threatening, but you can tell he doesn't have the best immune system. Um, and then we find out later on where uh, Reyna is calling him from like a payphone, um... Where basically her own, we get a a glimpse here that her own home life isn't really, um, uh, the best either. Where her parents are going through a divorce. And she attempts to drive to him, um, I believe from Michigan to, uh, Wisconsin. And, uh, she she doesn't make it, but, um, but she has, again, again, the, the, the imagery here is just gorgeous. Like, it shows her at, like, a sort of, like, truck stop, um, where she tried to drive to get to him. But, um... But she couldn't make it. with the a snowstorm. And you can see like the. the, the Such a cold. Dismal look to it. Like, there's like a shot of a street light. From like the ground up. And you see like, you can see like the, the glow of the street lamp. With the snow falling around it. Gorgeous. Um, he sets the tone of this book. So well. And it's, it's not all like grim and dismal. There's a bunch of levity. And so there's a bunch of. Uh, uh, you know Imagery that are just you know very creative and very lighthearted um so they do end up uh, uh meeting up they 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 both ask their parents is it okay if they meet up together and their parents think that it's just like a you know a very platonic friendship basically that was you know forged in, in in uh church camp so their parents are okay with it as long as they don't you know sleep together or anything you know crazy sleep in the same room so they meet up sort of halfway. You can see his father, and just a facial reactions. Because there's like a shot of the father looking in the rearview mirror as as Craig's as Craig's parents' car pulls up, and they both meet. Um, they both meet together, and they have like this. They have this very. I, if I was a parent, I would be uh, a little suspicious of this. They have like this long embrace where they're like hugging and like very very close. And, uh, and the parents are looking this. They have like this inquisitive look on their face, like uh, okay. Uh, and the parents, both sides of the parents, meet, and they're both they're both religious. Um, so they feel like it's you no, know, it's okay to you know to, to allow them to to have like to spend like a weekend together. Um, and the father is like the Raina's father is. They're, they're going to spend the night at Raina's um, parents' place, and her father is like a barrel of laughs. He's like this big. Jolly guy very nice, but very um uh, Very stressed out. He's going through a divorce uh, Which he doesn't agree with he's very he's also you know pretty religious, so he doesn't really agree with with the whole concept of divorce um And yeah, and we meet Raina's uh siblings who are adopted who have um some mental issues um and They're both very nice, but they both have um they both have um, something going on where they're not—they're um, not—they're not exactly mentally um, capable of taking care of themselves. Uh, so that's why Rain is sort of always stressing out, you know, with them because she has to sort of take care of them. They're not really able to do it themselves, which again comes into play later. Um, and yeah, so I, I just—I'm not, I'm not going to go through the whole book. There's some five hundred pages, but if you really enjoy the sort of coming-of-age story here um, and how they they both form this really tight bond with each other, and they both hang out, you know, um, they spend, like, this weekend together, and they both, you know, hang out get to know each other and basically, um, you know, fall in love, really, where they have this bond that becomes so tight. Um, they both, like, she uh, she sort of writes more and he draws um, so they they sort of collaborate together, and they have these you know very uh, and, and the imagery the book is she he basically um, the book is called blankets so they have this sort of blanket that, that that she makes for him, where it's sort of like this hodgepodge of materials um and he carries that through his life, basically, until later on where you see, you know, he locks it away when they sort of split ways. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really can't highly recommend this book enough. The, the, just from the, the, the imagery of the, the panels, how it's written, how it's laid out, um, really, I would say, if you haven't picked it up yet, if you haven't even, you know, heard of it, Check it out. It's from Craig Thompson. And like I said, I urge you guys, for, for you guys who don't um, normally go for graphic novels or comic books, I would really get out of the idea that this is a comic book. It's really not. I mean, this tells literally a person's, you know, life story in this formative years. And it has, you know, pictures like this, where it's just this very um, expansive, you know, very close romantic almost feeling to it. And And on that note, this is actually the only co- well, the only graphic novel that actually has an album that goes with it. And I gotta say, guys, if you do get the book and you read this, I have yet to hear a musical album. and there's a full orchestrated album that goes along with this book. It's literally called uh, Blankets, and it's from a band called Tracker. I'll put the link below. But they literally wrote the they, they wrote the album for this graphic novel here, and it fits beautifully. I'll play I'll, maybe I'll play a section of it before the podcast, um, uh, for the episode because just to hear this, you know, slow, methodic, you know, echoing, you know, um, uh, track listing of the songs, it fits the mood of the book perfectly um so i really can't highly recommend doing both together I, I would get a find if you can if you wait to get a copy of the of the album um unfortunately i don't think they're even together anymore the band um but i would definitely see if you can get a copy of the album if possible and listen to it as you as you're reading through this because it fits to a t it fits you know hand in hand uh, the mood that's being set up here, um, and, uh, <laughs> and here we also see, uh, we also get a glimpse into Raina's childhood as well, where she's sort of sewing and making things, uh, which again is, is the, where the the term, the, the, you know, the, the name of the, uh, book comes from blankets, where, where, um, she gives him this blanket and he basically keeps it, um, And here you see they're parting; they both part ways. And in the book, the ending of the book stuck with me so much. Um, For I I literally mean for days afterward, I was thinking about the ending of this book and how sort of impactful it was for me. Um, Because um, because it it definitely has a melancholy ending. It's not like a very happy. Um, sort of, they all end up together. It's, it's very pretty much, you know, they split ways, and you know, that's sort of it. But it's this tale of how he got from you know A to B. Um, and there's some great scenes of all, of also where he, he you know he draws, uh, obviously, he becomes an like artist, uh, and he he paints something on her on her wall in her room, which is this tree. Um, I'm trying to find a picture of it. He paints this tree for her and it's so sort of sad at the end because you see at the end they break up and you know they basically don't don't really talk to each other anymore um, you see the, the the idea that she paints over the tree you know in her room where you see like it slowly being erased uh, from her from her from her wall and This relationship that they built, you know, is sort of just wiped out. It's so good. Um, Like I said, if you can find it, I would highly recommend it. It's a very sad but not, you know, depressing book. But it's a a book that I would say definitely sticks with you if, if you're definitely open for it i uh, just going to read the, the, the back here from, from uh, New York Times. It says, uh, in telling a story, which includes beautifully rendered memories of the small brutalities that parents inflict upon their children and siblings upon each other, Thompson describes the ecstasy and ache of exception with a lover, with God, and is unafraid to suggest the ways that obsession can consume itself and evaporate. And yeah, I can't really sum it up any better. Um, some of the things that he goes through in in, in the book, like here, where, you know, he, he always, he has this, he has this very constant battle with his parents and religion. Like, he tries to, like, do good by what they would want, but he doesn't, you can tell he doesn't really just, religion to him is just something that was sort of introduced to him. It wasn't really sort of something that he, I guess, wanted to come to himself. Um, but yeah, so guys, if you haven't checked it out yet. Um, Please do so. This is Blankets by Craig Thompson came out in 2004. It was actually a really nice hardcover edition I have the the floppy the older first edition of the soft cover But uh, I definitely want to get the hardcover because in fact the hardcover actually looks even darker. It has a black uh, Border around it and it looks so it looks even better. So I definitely want to get uh, I definitely need to upgrade uh, sometime but if you really haven't checked this out, I highly recommend it, guys. Um, read it in the winter. Read it when it's cold. <laughs> it just it just fits the mood perfectly. Try to find the album, too, by Tracker. Um, it is... Uh, I love the spine, too, of them just kind of holding each other. It's such a, like... I'm not one for normally, like, teen romance or anything like that, but it's just such an innocent coming-of-age story where these two kids are so cute together they have like this they form this great bond and it's just you know heartbreaking to see how it sort of dissolves um but yeah so check it out guys this is Craig Thompson um, blankets this actually book actually picked up quite a few awards um I want to say it got the Eisner award but uh I could be wrong on that but uh, it, it's four out of five on goodreads five on, out of five on books a million um 93 percent uh score on google um yeah I, I, I really would say you know if you, if you can get a copy definitely read it um, it's it's one of my it's one of my favorites uh, it's, it's, it's they've also a go-to for uh, if I am recommending a book uh, a graphic novel that um, someone wants to read to kind of get into the, the, the vibe and more serious graphic novels and not the regular comics always one that I um, always one that I pick So, um, that's it, guys. Um, This is Steve, a.k.a. Horizon Brave from Green Team on Legendarium. Um, Join the podcast. Uh, This is a solo one for me today. Um, We usually have our team uh, discussions. We'll be doing more of those in the future. So, um, if you can subscribe and um, if you think about joining us on Patreon, that would be great, guys. Thanks and take care.